Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 24, The Sea of Souls. Yeah, there was a there was a kid when I was in uh, sixth grade. She was in junior high at the time, a year ahead of us, and she had. And now I understand that like it's a self publishing, it's a vanity press, but at the time I just saw that she had published a book, and they had a whole party for her. There was like who's they like the school? Um, the school had posters up for For her her book. book? Wow. Yeah, and uh, I remember seeing pictures of. Her at um, like uh, this building in Morton. It's right by the police station. That's where they, they have events and stuff. I don't remember what it's called, but they had like a party and like they had a Freedom cake. Hall. Freedom Hall, yeah. I had a cake with the book covers on it or book's cover on it. And I remember just feeling unbridled rage <laughs> at just like and just an insane amount of jealousy. Because uh, that was like my biggest, you know, fear was, you know, uh, we talked about like the sort of Paulini uh, Aragon thing where I'm like, oh, this 15 year old published this book, became a massive success. And it wasn't even the, the success part. It's just for me, it was just the end goal was publication being published. And I saw that she had published a book and I was just so jealous and upset and sad and uh, intimidated. And I was like, well, the, what are the odds that there's two Two that come out of the same school, eh? <laughs> She's stolen no all your chances. So is she a great success now? What happened to her? I think she does hair care stuff. I now. thought you were going to say heroin for about half no, a second. No, 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 no. She's great. We wrote a play together when we were in high school uh, oh. because of Barney. Um, oh. we, I wrote that with Haley. Oh. Yes. Nice. Um, but her book was a fantasy book. It's called uh, I believe. Rupture's a better name. Um, Amazon linked to that in the show notes. I think there is. No, I'm not going to do that. This feels weird. If you were weirdly doxing. Um, she might like that. We're promoting her book right now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think she's a listener. She wrote in seventh grade. I, I might censor that part out. I mean, imagine if you if you had been in her shoes. Like, how, how fondly you would look back at that moment of your life. Like, right now, you kind of look back at that you'd moment be, in shame and disgust. She's such a different person. Uh, she does heroin now. Oh, no, no, she does not. <laughs> Duh. Uh, but no, it's a vanity press. So, vanity presses are you pay them right. to publish. So, I think there might be a little shame. I know a lot of people, well, like, I've read a lot of forums and stuff that people have done vanity presses and they felt pretty bad about it after. But, like, imagine like, if, like, school is hanging posters of your book, uh, even if you paid some, like, amount to do that. Yeah. Like, that's a good point. Are you still jealous of her to this day? Of the pageantry of that? Yeah, probably. 
You have access to a school now. You can hang posters about your work in it. Uh, he already has. If you go in his classroom, he has. <laughs> Actually, I do have. I have Solomon and uh, Imprimatur posters up in my classroom. Oh, so. man. With, like the blood spray and stuff? I cut off the blood spray part. He I makes his classes it. watch Solomon. I do not make my classes That said, this I wrote a play. It's called Solomon. It's on YouTube. I feel like we should write a book about Newt and just call it Newt Holt and then read that for our podcast. That's meta. That's <laughs> kind of be like the Bill Tell chapter. Right. <laughs> Imagine yeah. the whole podcast just Bill Tell chapter. <laughs> wow. We'll find was... a small child that claims Newt is his father. <laughs> anyway. There might already be one out there. Welcome. <laughs> this is Stay Buried, a book about the aforementioned shame that one feels upon looking back at the things that they made when they were younger and dumber. My name is Newton Holt, and this is the podcast where we... That I said this is the podcast. Yeah. I, dang it. I was doing so good. <laughs> book. F- friends. Hello. I am book friend number one, Kevin. <laughs> I'm book friend number two, and I feel no such shame. Um, you, <laughs> What's your name, book friend two? You didn't say your name, book friend two. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I'm uh, book friend three, Elijah. I am, I'm book friend four, Zach. I guess that makes me Nick then. Yeah, we're trading. <laughs> All right. We'll see how well they know our voices by now. So, we'll uh, do a poll on Instagram. Who was book friend three? <laughs> like a little quiz, yeah. We, um, Which book friend are you? <laughs> Can we always refer to each other as book friends? <laughs> no, no. Uh, some of you, I, I, I look at Elijah and I go, Elijah, old friend. Nick. New friend. <laughs> Zach. Book friend. <laughs> um, all right. So it's this, uh, we're going to be reading. <laughs> what? You want me to go all the way nope, through? No. Nope. All the way through Kevin. except for one. Rule of threes. Rule of threes. What do you want me to do? Rule of threes. Kevin. Kevin friend. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin friend. I can't believe the audience has to listen to it to figure out if Joe or Will lives. <laughs> They've been listening for like three minutes about nonsense and they just want to know who lives. <laughs> Well, so do I. Why don't we get into it? I don't want to... Without further ado, this is the chapter where we're going to find out whether Will or Joe is resurrected. And uh, Psych, it's a Bill chapter. There's going to be comments that are just like, skip to 410. So yeah, the show starts. (laughs) So just, what's the the recap? So Uh, uh, we have six pieces of Sealther. Watcher and Sarah are needing to make a, a bold decision about who to save. Um, from the dead with a deal that they made with the ghost king a used car salesman <laughs> who's really desperate in need of rent Jagger's dead yeah Jagger, Jagger, is, Jagger dead. is dead so we're gonna go back to a, a trio yeah back to a trio that, rule of three rule of three, rule of three. <laughs> chapter 24 is so deep <laughs> the sea of souls Sarah crumpled to her knees, clasping her hands to her eyes to stop her eyes from flooding the world. Tears poured down her fist and down her arm. I'm sorry. Watch her put a hand on her shoulder. You did what you had to do. We can still resurrect the other. We just need that puzzle box the Ghost King spoke of. Sarah looked up. Her eyes were like large glass orbs. They reflected the light above them. Do you really think we can save him? Of course we can, assured Watcher. Sarah sighed. Okay, Watcher, she sighed. There was silence between them. 
Then there was a whooshing sound. Sarah looked up. Watcher jabbed his gaze toward the vortex of souls, the one the spectrums had come from. Look, Sarah, he's materializing. Sarah looked over to the vortex. Tiny little stars lined up in the form of a wire-framed figure. A second later, blue energy bars lined up and played dot to dot with the stars, forming a boy. Then from the vortex, orbs of color and shades flew from the image. They splattered against the stature, making it look like an abstract art sculpture. First there came the brown shoes, then blue jeans, then a gray sweatshirt. The last thing to materialize was the face of a fallen hero. Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. That was Joe. pretty cool, Lex. That was you, a good imagery, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. No, that was really we good. didn't know that before. I know. You, you drew that out so much for it to just to be Joe. <laughs> <laughs> just for it to be the obvious choice. It's also kind of confusing because then they have to say his name. I think she did. Oh, it just didn't say. Yeah, she yeah, said yeah. It, it cut it off, and then we dramatic. are materializing back into the chapter. Gotcha. After that, she said that, and she feels just crestfallen for choosing Joe for his uh, his material uh, helpfulness, his, his ability to punch things. Yeah, Fall, <laughs> I wonder. Fallen hero, eh? It's gonna be interesting to know what Joe thinks. Is he just gonna be like, "Yeah, of course you could, you should have chosen me," or is he gonna be like, "No, you should have chosen Will"? What do you guys think? Oh. I think he's gonna not gonna have an ounce of survivor's guilt. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have any when they were talking in the pyramid. He's like, "Look, we got to focus for now. We got to focus on ourselves for now." He couldn't stand Will for most That's of true. this book. He says afterwards that he he, he loved him. He was, you know, yeah, you kind of got part of his own when soul. Someone dies, right? Yeah. <laughs> Watcher, meanwhile, was like, "You know what? I already made my decision. I'm gonna let you make this one. But you know who I'd pick." <laughs> <laughs> So Joe is back. President and Will Boy's has dead. once again, after being tempted with life again, sucked back into the depths of despair. That's my boy, Joe. That's my, my boy. boy. <laughs> we continue. Sarah, where am I? He asked. Then Sarah ran forward and thrust her arms around his neck. She stood on the tips of her toes and kissed Joe on the cheek. He recoiled and then looked at her with a scared expression. Um, Sarah, are you okay? Joe asked. Never better. <laughs> Spinning on her toes. Oh, yes. She really spins too. around like, that's like, like a ballerina. What, that's like what the Zoomers are doing nowadays where they put like the sparkles on the end of their words. Depression. <laughs> <laughs> um, that really isn't like you, he said, raising an eyebrow. Sarah stopped spinning. <laughs> what? How long is she spinning? <laughs> <laughs> Never better. Starts spinning like a top. <laughs> the normal like human reaction to feeling good. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Sarah stopped spinning. What? Why aren't you um a little more baffled? I am baffled. Um, why did you um do that? Sarah felt like she'd been hit with a shovel. What, what do you mean? Watch her lean forward and whisper in her ear. I hate to say it, Sarah, but when he went through the death vortex, he lost a part of himself. Some memories may be gone, and certainly some emotions. Any feelings he had for you are probably gone. 
I'm sorry, Sarah, but he probably doesn't love you anymore. What a weird. Uh, you know what? I'm glad they didn't bring Will back. He might have forgotten some of the presidents. <laughs> so, uh, who comes after Tyler? Did she actually not love him like a brother? It feels like something's missing here. Right? Yeah. She said she loved Will, and she also said she loved Joe no, like no, no. a brother. But in actuality. She said she loved him like a brother, but then a part of her hurt when she said that. I see. Like she was covering, right? Yeah, she was, I think that was a different sentence that was. That was a different sentence. I feel like, but, I feel, you know, you don't just say I love you to like some, some rando, you know. It's you, you true. Know, you're. 11 this this could mean a lot of different kinds of love also yeah like it could mean that sarah was expecting the familiar love from joe Brother love yeah but now <laughs> i don't think she was now joe is just uh i don't know so the joe like and will joe? ship sets sail again <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a uh, confusing he's he may not be our joe anymore Ooh. Ooh. also kind of creepy for a watcher to say that to a 15 year old girl he may not love you anymore <laughs> I know you can get married. Right? <laughs> <laughs> was it a known fact enough. by everybody that Joe was in love with Sarah? Was that ever established? No, no, in fact, no, no, he's no, no. always recoiled and been grossed <laughs> right, out by yeah, her. Yeah, it's actually book. pretty on brand. He's, he, he's yeah. blushed. Exactly. He's blushed. He has uh, right. blushed. There's been, there's been will they moments. Okay, there's a lot of flirting. Like if you were the the only adult in this situation and you just saw them like which watcher is not. Yeah, he, <laughs> well, he is now. Well, he's not. No, I was referring to him not being not an being adult. adult. <laughs> I think he's more of a creepy old man than Be anything. Sure. Well, but just if you were the uh, a person watching these two, just being like, no, that's not what I meant. Like just like that kind of banter. Yeah. You're like, ah, uh, yeah, they're flirting. Oh yeah, they're flirting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna hang out with these kids. They're flirting. <laughs> do you know the age right? of consent is in Gale? <laughs> I do. Watch this whole character is changing before our eyes. Uh, I hate to say it, Sarah, but when he went through the death vortex, he lost a part of himself. Some memories may be gone, and certainly some emotions. Any feelings he had for you are probably gone. I'm sorry, Sarah, but he probably doesn't love you anymore. Sarah shook her head. No, 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 that's not possible. That can't be, Sarah said, pounding her feet into the ground. That's not true. He can't have lost emotions. That's not possible. Watcher glanced around. Sarah, hate to break it to you, but to Earth, all of Gale is impossible. Sarah collapsed against a tree trunk and began to sob. She continued to mutter phrases of loss and denial. She couldn't grasp the idea that Joe was gone, in her mind. And if Joe had lost feelings for her, she would have to lose feelings for him. Yet, he was so... him. With great hair and features. He was perfect. Yet, he was so... him. With great hair and features. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> bad. Uh, okay? He has great hair and features. Okay, so, so now we're perfect. moving on from the brotherly love to where uh, she did like him, probably. So Luke, is this implying Luke? he lost, like, all of his memories? No. It's being I, weird. He knows Sarah. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he like, has identified her. Just recent ones. Do you think she would have picked Will if she had known this was going to happen? Mm. Will no, really probably not, because Joe still, in theory, has his raw strength. One punch <laughs> over, yeah. <laughs> Throat punching is not something you forget. <laughs> That's muscle memory, baby. Um, I think that you know, just losing somebody, you you realize what they really meant to you. And mm. and yeah, she went. Oh, he's like a brother to me. 
But the more she thought about life without him, she was like, oh, I don't want to live life without him. It's it's the implied love between chapters that we missed. Right. <laughs> Match cut to uh, their wedding. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's probably something like that, right? I, it checks out. It is developing, right? This is the first time she's acknowledging sure. to us, the reader, what she really feels. Except for two chapters ago when she said she loved Will. <laughs> he had, He was so him. With great hair and features, he was perfect. Stop it, Sarah. Let him go. He doesn't like you anymore. Pull yourself together. Now! She lay on her back and looked into the sky. All the clouds reminded her of Joe. She couldn't believe it hadn't been that bad when he had died. <laughs> Wait, what? We, we haven't gotten enough Joe talking for any of this to make sense. Um, she couldn't believe it hadn't been that bad when he died. Wait. Now that just contradicts everything, right? She couldn't right? believe it hadn't been that bad when he had died. Because now, now that he's back, she's thinking like, why wasn't it worse when he died? She, she would rather him be dead than have him back and not love her. <laughs> oh my god! going incel territory right now. Sarah, said Watcher, emerging from the trees. We need to go. Where? hissed Sarah, looking up into his remaining eye. Across the Sea of Souls. There was once a giant island in Gale, but it was split in half when the underworld had an uprising. Now we need to get across to the other island and destroy the Kraken on the way there. We still need the Sealther, you know. Sarah sunk low on the ground and began to cry. Okay, but we don't have a boat. How is it possible? There is a boat shop. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going to get a boat? A boat shop, obviously. It's never good when a series gets on a boat, so I'm wondering where we're going from here. (laughs) You know I watched Pirates of the Caribbean this day. (laughs) How are we supposed to stop a kraken? The stories say that they have thousands of heads. Hmm? So... In real life, there's only one Kraken, and it's puny. Defeating this guardian is not a matter of strength. This temple was designed to see the difference between the cold-hearted and the others. What is that supposed to mean? It means... It is... (laughs) Baby killer news. It is a a little baby. It has no power to defend itself. To get the Sealther, we're going to have to kill it. Kill a poor defenseless being? Watch her smile, revealing his shining white teeth. <laughs> That's oh, oh, you're such a shithead. <laughs> oh my god! We're about to kill a baby. <laughs> Hell yeah, boys! It's baby killing time. What was it, what was Roan thinking? Giving a piece of steel to an infant octopus. You know, you know how many monkeys they've killed on the way to this point? Like, <laughs> there is so much here. Then we talk about turning expectations on its head. You hear the kraken and you think, oh my gosh, giant sea beast. But no, it's just a small baby in the challenge is killing a baby. 
<laughs> why couldn't you just take it from him? Why, why, why did you have to kill him? You don't, it's been proven you don't have to kill the guardians. The ghost king just gave yeah, it to yeah, him. Yeah. And Watch maybe just like excited he's, about he's, it. Maybe like, he swallowed the piece of steel third and he even got him. It's been a while since he had calamar. <laughs> <laughs> and Watch's reaction was smiling. White teeth. Like reveling in the thought of killing a baby. Oh um, my gosh. Is killing a baby squid the same as killing a baby, though? I mean, yes. of all the animals, of all the animals you could have chosen to be like, oh, you can't kill it. Well, like a squid is like not a human esque. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had chosen like a puppy or like a like a baby chimpanzee or something, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, oh, this is a hard decision. But like. I'm still picturing something absolutely adorable looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a little, the little thing from Finding Nemo or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I, I am so... Where is this going? Although the next sentence defies this, sort of. Don't read ahead. Watcher smiled, revealing his shining white teeth. That's the point. The cold-hearted will be punished. So does that... Wait, can so that, 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 finish, that finish this section? Is, finish this section, okay, I'd yeah. say. How so? Watcher glared at her. Do you always ask so many questions? <laughs> Classic like Watcher. Classic Watcher. Oh, gosh. Well, oh, that Watcher. Think, right when Watcher was redeeming himself, he just goes <laughs> right back down that hole. I think what this means is this, you know, all these Steelers are kind of like trials in some way. You, you fight this, you get this. Um, this one is you can take the Steelther pretty easily, but it's going to cost you. Like there will be some level of punishment but if you're cold-hearted you're not gonna give a shit right you they, will they be punish punished. the cold-hearted like if you have the cojones to kill this baby you can get what you want but there will be consequences so so yeah i guess what newt's saying is that he if they kill the baby something bad will happen to them yeah like a curse right so yeah but then it also kind of implies if they're not cold-hearted maybe there's some way to get it anyways i'm killing you but nice <laughs> yeah maybe there's maybe there's like a secret way to like get the piece by not actually killing it but you have to like solve a riddle or something oh, like that. Yeah. The thing and it pops out i kind of hope it's just like kill it grab it and leave and stabs the baby there's also been absolutely no joe and who had like two sentences from him That's and so now true. we're just back he's to like, Sarah. Huh? He's still coming he's too. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're Joe, right? Joe. <laughs> it's my Joe. He's got the perfect hair and features. Hungry. <laughs> Classic Joe. Zombie. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, he's been suspiciously quiet. What are the odds that Baby Kraken becomes a new party member? <laughs> I would love that. But I would rather have 4%. Ghost King. I'd rather have Jagger than Baby Kraken, but I'd take Ghost King above them all, I think. <laughs> I'd take Ghost King just by himself without the rest of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when they reached the boat shop, lightning split the sky in two. In fact, it wasn't a boat shop at all. In fact, it was just an overturned rowboat with a nameplate on top of it. A man with such tight skin you could easily see his bones cradled behind it, rocking slightly with a thumb in his mouth. Also on the overturned boat, which was used as a desk, there was a bell. Watcher rang it. The man looked up. Who's there? Watcher looked at his hand to make sure he was still in his body. He turned out to be completely opaque. What? <laughs> yeah. The watcher looked at his hand 
to make sure he was still in his body. Yep, <laughs> he repeating it does not help. Um, I just did the same thing, and I, think, I am in I fact like still in my yeah. body. Oh, it looks so oh. pink to me. Yeah, because he says who's there, and he's like, Roger's standing right in front of him. Oh, it's one of those he's, classic Newt jokes. Oh, he's like, so he's just checking, like, I'm here. Do you not see me? <laughs> no, I, I just get went it. over your head. Yep. Yeah, I get it now. Who's there? Watcher looked at his hand to make sure he was still in his body. He turned out to be completely opaque. What do you mean, who's there? I'm right in front of you, Watcher screeched. Voices! shouted the man, holding his hands to his ears. I hear voices, but I see no bodies. Who speaks? Who speaks? Watcher, the last triclops, Watcher insisted. You're a poltergeist, not you! I see many ghosts, yet I see no people! I have seen phantoms, I have seen banshees and little ghost bunnies, but I see no people! cried the man, grabbing his skin and trying to tear it. You're a poltergeist, aren't you? I see many ghosts, yet I see no people. I have seen phantoms, I have seen banshees and little ghost bunnies, but I see no people! cried the man, grabbing his skin and trying to tear it. How does he run a boat shop? <laughs> well, it's not a boat shop. It's just a rowboat with a nameplate. I mean, it's a boat shop. What kind of business model is this? Right. He just can't see any of your customers. Anytime you anybody shows up, he just yells at them and says, you're a poltergeist. The only thing you could see is little ghost bunnies. That's pretty adorable, right? Like that, that's, that's an okay trade Banshees and ghost bunnies. It's kind of like when you like had like a really good burrito when you were a kid and you try to find it again as an adult and it's just this really like shack kind of restaurant. And you're like, I, I promise, like there was a boat shop here. <laughs> Do you recall a time when you had a really good <laughs> yeah, burrito? It was a very specific anecdote. I relate uh, in context, but not like in actuality. <laughs> we all have that burrito we ate long ago. <laughs> chasing that high. Dude. You think Joe will find his burrito? <laughs> Oh, oh Joe's gonna speak now. Yay! I don't like that he's grabbing his skin and trying to tear it. It's just this is an unsettling figure. This guy's Andrew. Yeah, he started. He drugs. started cradling and sucking his thumb yeah, like a child. Unsettling. He sold yeah. his boat shop for crack. <laughs> I do love that Joe's first line in a while is a question to watch. How fitting. Uh, <laughs> I, I I love this. All right, Watcher, what's wrong with this guy? Joe asked. I'm afraid he has the six and a half sense. <laughs> he, can see, he can see ghosts, but not any domestic creature, I'm afraid. <laughs> Were you afraid of, like, copyrights? <laughs> so, like, like, couldn't make it the sixth sense. More voices! Shouting the pale man, throwing the name tag that read the name Mr. Lich. Nice. <clears throat> Mr. Look, Lich looked into the sky and started to shake violently. Why do I think we found a good soul for Jeez. Ghost King's rent money. <laughs> Holy crap. What a poor thing. What a dark, dark character. We just want to buy a boat. That's, that's all. <laughs> I steal his boat. And just how, did you, how did you get a job here, man? <laughs> just a classic like cashier telling you way too much information. <laughs> oh, so relatable. Listen, man, I just want a boat. <laughs> Why can't I die? <laughs> Mr. Lich wailed. 
Watch her start to inch away towards the boats by the greenish shore. The sand was green, but the ocean water was lime. As soon as Watcher touched the boat and moved it an inch, Mr. Litch jumped up and ran in circles, waving his hands in circles. <laughs> Ghosts, don't steal my boats! Don't steal me, boats! <laughs> what is this guy? What a fascinating character you concocted. He feels like, he feels like a dark SpongeBob character. Like, Watch your me, boy. Hands off me, boats! <laughs> Dude, the dude is running a boat shop. He can't see people, so he just has to beg ghosts not to steal his boats. Don't do it. Don't, don't do steal it. my boats. Also, I won't sell you a boat. It could be a business strategy. You unsettle your customers so much they just take the first boat they see, and then it's the, the really expensive yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No genius. Mr. Lich is a genius boat salesman. This is. One of the most insane characters we've met. Why don't I die? Oh, running around in circles. Not running towards them. Not, you know, running away from them. In circles. Can you imagine going to buy anything and, like, you know, ringing the bell and then, like, like at McDonald's or something and the cashier just be like, why can't I die? So it's the implication that he can see everything except living things. Yes. So he sees the boats. He knows he's running the boat shop. There's just voices. There's ghosts there. These ghosts. Ghost bunnies must be really disturbing. Looking, oh, right? like, they can't be as adorable as what I was imagining. But he doesn't have the introspection to realize that it's living people talking and he has a sixth and a half sense. Right. He's there, just lived his whole life he, being an absolute weirdo. He seems to be this sort of like pseudo Charon character from, because um, like he's a, you know, is it Charon or whatever? Sure. The 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 ferryman of the underworld, right? He has a boat and he takes people to the underworld. Uh, They're maybe. crossing this. I'm, the lime green water gives me this kind of like sickly. Well, it's like, a sea of souls, right? Yeah, it feels like this very uh, mm-hmm. underworldy sort of thing. And Mr. Lich is like halfway between life and death. And honestly, it's it's kind of a cool concept. It's also hilarious, obviously. But yes, it is. This hysterical also, book character. <laughs> what? To, to, to tie it in, maybe. <laughs> Maybe this has something to do with the cold-hearted <laughs> stuff that Watcher was talking about. Oh, you stealing a boat from a blind guy? Oh, right. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it's like a whole it. like set of trials of being cold-hearted, not just baby squid. Mm. It's I, just uh, by okay. far the most hysterical visual we've had yet. Running <laughs> <laughs> around in circles, waving his hands <laughs> in circles. That's my boat. Oh, 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 Oh man, oh man. When <laughs> <laughs> they first see me sucking his thumb, this is the saddest. Oh man, okay. I got, well, he's obviously the only person there, and Watcher still rings the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lich was yelling now. He was paranoid in a creepy way. Ghosts was, must pay first, he said before crumpling to the ground. <clears throat> his chest heaved with exhaustion. Sarah shot a confused look to Watcher. I think Mr. Litch might be crazy, whispered Sarah. You think? <laughs> oh, no, that's Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe with those quips. <laughs> Mr. Litch shot into a sitting position, or into sitting position. Ghosts said my name. Ghosts know my name. The world will crumple around me. I'm going to die. Mr. Litch grabbed his nameplate and started to slam it against his forehead. <laughs> 
Until blood trickled down from it. Is there another boat shop? Like, they have to get a boat from here. Like, oh, no. We're gonna go uh, down the beach to uh, boats of plenty now. Uh, thank you for your time, Mister Lich. It's the implication that he sells boats to ghosts. To ghosts, I guess. But they have to pay. He thinks right. ghosts are, are real, real people. Yeah, and ghosts these are, are ghosts. normal people. But he calls normal people bunnies. are ghosts. Ghost bunnies. Right? That's true. He does. So he. He can see. Oh, you know what? We shouldn't think about it. Right. You know, it's it's not just all just started it. though from Watcher ringing the bell. Like he just rang that bell and then this, <laughs> he just came out. <laughs> Jeez. Get in the boat quickly. Watcher hiss through gritted teeth. <laughs> We're <Wait>. stealing it. <laughs> I mean, this is Watcher we're talking about. We know that Watcher is a cold-hearted oh, Triclops. He Watcher. smiled when he not thought a about model. killing that squid. He wants to kill the squid, for sure. Oh, he is the absolute worst person. The world will crumble around me. I'm going to die! Mr. Lich grabbed his nameplate and started to slam it against his forehead until the blood trickled down from it. Get in the boat quickly, Watcher hissed through gritted teeth. We need to set out on the Sea of Souls soon. Just as a warning, don't touch the water. It's a straightaway ticket to the Underworld. In fact, the Sea of Souls is part of the Underworld. Touch it and you will get sucked in. Can we even get splashed? Asked Joe. Only if you want another death, Joe. Joe's eyes hid themselves in his sockets. What the hell? <laughs> Joe, you absolute creep. <laughs> it's, like, it's like SpongeBob. This, can't shrink up. <laughs> this is a SpongeBob episode. Um, <laughs> okay, one death is good enough for me now. Mr. Lich stood. He flailed his arms and ran in circles. Ghosts, speak to me! <laughs> With a baffled expression, Mr. Lich sank to the ground. <clears throat> Joe turned to watch her. What just happened? Can we have like a pie chart of <laughs> sentences said by Joe and just part of his questions to watch her? <laughs> I just love those like those meta questions you do have because that's just echoing the thoughts of yeah. every reader, right? <laughs> what the hell did I just read? <laughs> Oh, Mr. Lynch man. might be the strangest one-off character we have ever encountered. Oh, I hope he's not one-off. Oh, man. <laughs> he chases him down for his boat back. Yeah. <laughs> Go steal boat! As their boat rocked and lime waves attacked the edges, Watcher drew his wand and pointed at each individual wave. After aimed, he muttered and incantation, sending the wave hurtling in another direction. Watcher, shouted Sarah, who dropped her oar and flung her arms over her head as if to ward off the wave coming toward her. Watcher whipped around and shouted an incantation, sending the wave in another direction. Suddenly, Watcher crumpled to the ground. Oh no, he cried. Joe and Sarah turned, then both screamed. Watcher, what is that thing? It is... The Kraken? No. The runner-up in the competitions for the Guardians. <laughs> it's Scylla. A new plot point. There was competitions that led you to become a Guardian. And plot point, a baby cracker apparently <laughs> beat <on> the <laughs> Maybe they get passed down and like Kraken's dad won. And then he's like, I'm giving this to you, son. <laughs> nepotism in the Gale. Yeah, yeah nepotism Guardians. <laughs> Out on the left side of the boat, 14 eyes glared at them. 
A seven-headed silhouette snapped its jaws on its clothes, open and closed, <laughs> making a ripping sound. <laughs> Below the heads, there was a growling. The monster had a belt of wolves. What, what the hell, hell is a belt of wolves? Like, yeah. Wait, what? dude, a wolf belt? This, this is Sixth like, grade Newt had the imagination that only some hmm. of us could hope for. Sixth grade Newt had a monster book, and one of them was Scylla from the Odyssey. And there was a drawing of it with snake heads, but a like a belt of wolf heads. Oh. Like its waist was all wolf heads. Sweet. I Giant like wolf it. heads. I was just imagining like several wolves each biting the other's tail, forming a belt. Yeah, that's it. what I was thinking. Aww. And we'll continue to think. Scylla snapped four of its heads' mouths around the railing of the boat, sending shrapnel everywhere. The other three tried to grab Watcher. Watcher pointed at the creature. Delinquent! Scylla wrapped her teeth around the wand, crunching and shattering it. Watcher tumbled back, looking oh, yeah. at his ruptured wand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Scylla dove forward, bringing down its jaws around Watcher's legs, snapping the bones yeah. within. Watcher screamed. Oh, no. Joe and Sarah tried to make themselves as little as possible. <laughs> Watcher? Asked Sarah. Good thing she brought back Joe. Fearless Joe. Scylla let go of Watcher's legs, then rose up. The Triclops was limp. It saw Sarah and sent down all seven heads. The Hydra to rock the boat, not caring. Yep. Not going. caring if it sent waves into the air. Water started to fill the boat. The lime water looked as if it had lightning in it, for occasionally it would light up for a split second. Also, ghost images reflected in the water. <laughs> Little transparent corpses floated on the water's surface. Some moved. So I had recently seen, apparently, uh, the two towers. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> mm -hmm. um, there's a whole sequence where Frodo, Sam, and Gollum are walking through this marsh with these kind of oh, totally corpses Just, inside yep. of ghoulish green water. And uh, you're not supposed to touch it because then they'll... they'll come to life and drag you or something you know we uh we give watcher a lot of shit for being useless but the dude has taken a beating in this book <laughs> yes, and he has oh, yeah. really no nothing to gain at all <laughs> no. at least nothing that i can detect um, i mean he was friends with carius right that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like do you think he lost his legs or are they just broken or do you think he's dead i think they're they're broken but he's he's unconscious i he might be dead. That's a. Mm, I don't know. know if he's. Uh, okay, they'll we, they'll we tell us if he's yet. dead. Yeah. <laughs> you would want to tell us with six yeah. sentences. Yeah. Also, I like that the idea is if you touch even a drop of this water, you're dead. And they're on a and rowboat. And they're on a rowboat, and this monster is attacking them. <laughs> and they're just like dodging Matrix style every single <laughs> drop of water. Either way, it's uh, intense. It just shattered Watcher's legs. Mm hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> just clear my throat. Scylla wrapped its largest head's neck around Sarah, hoisting her into the air. It laughed, which was sharp and even sounded painful. No, Joe protested, risking his life. He jumped onto the railing of the rocking boat, then leapt up into the ocean. If he didn't grab Scylla's neck in time, he would surely plummet down to the sea. With one arm, he drew his sword, and with another, wrapped an arm around Scylla's neck. It recoiled, trying to make Joe fly into a different direction. 
No, Joe repeated, slinging himself over the edge of the beast, so he sat on top like an equestrian. Then, clutching the sword, he raised his arms, waiting for Scylla to loom over the boat, then thrust the blade down into the sea monster's head. It let out a sharp yell, then loosened its grip, sending Sarah plummeting down to the ocean. Joe slid off one side, using the monster's throat as a backboard, then launched himself forward, grabbing Sarah in midair around the waist and plummeted toward the boat's deck. They landed in a dry area with a muted thud. The other six heads flew forward, opening their mouths, hoping the hero tasted better Tasted better than he looked. <laughs> Still not as into Joe as Sarah. <laughs> he's slightly fat. I mean, like, there's a lot of... He's not got the, the, the tastiest that's look. That's fair, that's fair. But Joe grabbed his sword and hacked off another head, followed by another. Is anyone else having a really hard sense of scale? Like, I can't quite uh, tell. Yeah, it, it. it's kind of hard because you did say that they touch water, they're dead. And then they. It's just so unbelievable that they haven't touched any water. Right, right. But I think it's kind of cool. I think he's like jumping from head to head, just slashing because there's seven heads or something, right? Well, like, the four heads were small enough to fit on what I'm like assuming is like a pretty small rowboat. I actually am starting to think it's a bigger boat than maybe we gave, gave it credit, credit for. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a bit more. Did have a, a railing? It said. Yeah, it's like a Viking boat or something. Yeah, probably closer mm, like to a that. long boat. Yeah, mm. yeah, like a long boat sort of thing. <clears throat> Nick, you reading ahead right now? No, no, no better just, not be just studying. Just, just studying. <laughs> Joe, uh, the other six flew forward, opening their mouths, hoping the hero tasted better than he looked. But Joe grabbed his sword and hacked off another head, followed by another. Four remained, glaring at Joe with such hatred and such anger that he probably would have died then, even if he wasn't in touch with reality as well as he was. (laughs) Joe's in touch with reality. That's That's my take on him. And that's why he survives. Four remained, glaring at Joe with such hatred and such anger that he probably would have died then if he wasn't in touch with reality as well as he was. One head launched itself forward, snaking around Joe's waist and hoisting him in the air. It started, once it had Joe secured, to swim away from the boat. It intended not to eat him, but drop him into the sea. No, Joe said, squirming, but it was no use. He settled and awaited his fate. He might have well made the best of it. He kicked upwards, smacking the serpent across the chest, unhinging its jaw. It howled, dropping Joe. The boy wrapped his arms around the monster's main body, but dared not look down. His dare didn't pay off well in the end. He had realized he was holding on to fur, all right, but not what. He looked straight ahead of him. He came face to face with one of the wolf heads. It bared its teeth and started to bark. Joe grabbed his scabbard and extracted the sword. He took up a firm grip on the hilt, then launched it toward the wolf. It howled as it passed into, from Joe's point of view, its right eye. It howled like a traditional wolf. (laughs) It howled like a traditional wolf. Makes sense. So it was actually the wolf's left eye. But from Joe's point of view, it was his right eye. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Important Thank you, detail. I just want to point out that Joe's dialogue three times in a row has just been no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of a no, no, no situation. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Can't blame him. Pretty cool, though. How has he not gotten a drop of water I know, on shouldn't him Shouldn't even the wolves be wet? Yeah. Like, yeah. But so even like, if they were I immune guess, to it, they would have water on I them. think this creature, in my mind, like towers over the water and is like almost floating on top of it or is like so tall its feet touches the bottom of the ocean mm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
and it's he's kind of just like jumping around it avoiding the water yeah but we're just wondering like shouldn't the monster be wet like yeah yeah no no maybe it doesn't it's like fully you have to touch out. okay yeah. maybe the drop of it wasn't like quite yeah, it's more maybe, of like if you fall into the sea, it's like really it. Watcher was so, exaggerating yeah. again. Right, maybe yeah, Watcher's Watcher. full of shit again. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Just a completely normal ocean. Nothing bad happens if you touch the water. And Watcher was just being a dick. <laughs> Classic. Do you always ask so many questions? He's just always making up stuff. To say. <laughs> <laughs> just completely making up. I'm everything. his Jagger. He gets straight answers. Yeah. You, can, you can always rely on him. You walk into the sea. It's it's green. And if you touch it, you die. It's, actually, it's not usually green. It's just St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, do you think St. Patrick's Day in Chicago is happening on Earth? So, in yeah. Gale. <laughs> the Sea of Souls is raging. Right. <laughs> it's green. I got to choose to ignore the whole Thank parallel you, Elijah. thing. I appreciate it. doesn't it. make any sense. No, right. No. It doesn't work necessarily. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Joe swung forward and grabbed the sword again. He scrambled up the side of the monster. Once he was in a valley in between the seven heads, whether alive or not, he climbed onto a living head and drove the sword into its head. There was a crunching sound as its skull broke. Then Joe slid down its neck down into the groove again. This time he just swung at the neck, cleaving the head off and leaving a bleeding stump in its place. Two left. Joe thrust his sword into the back of its neck, took it out, and looked around. The last one was missing. Where was? Show yourself, Scylla! He turned 360 but could find nothing. Only six corpses were there. Then he turned his head again. There, about an inch from his face, the last head of Scylla laughed at him. In fear and surprise, he scrambled back and plummeted off the edge, leaving his sword behind. Ooh, so did Joe just fall into the Sea of Souls? Or onto the boat. He just fell off Scylla. I'm assuming um, he probably fell onto the boat. That would be nice. That it would, would be really sense. funny if you killed him <laughs> off. One can dream. That, I, I, that would be hilarious, honestly. Can you imagine, like, you know, uh, Game of Thrones bringing Jon Snow back and they just kill him the next, next episode. episode. It's like, oh, that's a lot of effort. Or in the same episode. Still the episode where, uh, or chapter where he comes back. Sarah woke up just as the kraken emerged from the water. The little green creature crawled oh. up the side. It landed by a thump next, Love next me, to her. Dude, we can merchandise this. Oh, Sarah no. looked up. Hi! Said the kraken, sounding like a little toddler. Before it could speak anymore, Sarah thrust a sword into his neck. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Sarah, Sarah is now the, the, the competent killer of the group. Just, Oh, no. Without a second Sarah. thought, just kill. Hey! The fate of the innocent. The fate, the fate of the, of the innocent. innocent, man. That's, dude. She's going off the rails right now. <laughs> Nothing. Her oh killing the gosh. fire lord has unhinged her. Wow. Oh, I hope this goes somewhere dark with I Sarah's love, character. I like love so that I put dark. in a high. Like <laughs> that sounds so like much. a little toddler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, Sounding like a little hey, <laughs> and Sarah of all people, I know. Watch is probably like ah, oh, and I want it. Sarah's to the do reason it. they're in this mess because if she had let Watcher kill Roan all those chapters ago, they'd be home. True, but True. Sarah's pacifism got them into this mess, and now she's just and now to pay the, the price. Yeah. Yeah. So 
okay, this boat somehow did not get destroyed, right? It's still yeah. floating. Just a really big boat. Joe is not, maybe not there. Yeah. Uh, at least Asilla is probably not there. I don't know. Hard to tell. Yeah. But things are looking dark. I'm going to read to the end of the section. It crumpled to the ground and seemed to disappear. I guess we can interrupt as we need. Leaving a piece of seal fur in its place. Suddenly, just as the prophecy had said, the cold hearted will be punished, lightning split the sky. Sarah looked up just as the lightning struck the ship and blackened the wood. Suddenly, the boat cracked and exploded. Shrapnel split into her chest and arms and leg. legs. She screamed and fell back. Lightning continued to try to sink the ship. Then she saw it happened. It was a terrible sight indeed. The boat went at a diagonal angle, and objects started to slip and fall into the ocean. Sarah's gift to the underworld. Then she saw the limp figure that was Watcher slide. Watcher! She shouted, but it was too late. Watcher's cape snagged on a broken peg, and he hung there, motionless. The water beneath him opened up as a whirlpool. He looked up, dazed. Sarah? Where am I? He started. The peg shattered, and Watcher plummeted into the Sea of Souls. Are you just going to kill off every major character, and then the last four chapters are Genghis just kind of meandering <laughs> about or just kind of <laughs> musing about various oh, things? Oh, my God. His little reader's on. He's like, I'm figuring out this Rubik's Cube now. <laughs> Watcher. I, I think Watcher's dead. I think dead Watcher's dead? dead. I think Watcher's Here's dead. Yeah. Honestly. Is Sarah dead? Shrapnel just split into her chest and arms and legs. Yeah, can... that's pretty brutal. Yeah, and the boat is sinking into the Sea of Souls. Yeah. How I mean, they'll would they... figure it out. You think... It'll be fine. What do you think? You think uh, Joe starts riding the skill like a boat kind of thing? Or, or <laughs> maybe they all go into the Sea of Souls and they realize, oh, I'm not actually dead. Oh, right. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. They just get teleported what to the underwear. So and, like... We're not even done with it yet. <laughs> no, right? There's still like four pages when to this chapter. When you think we started the crazy boat guy, Man. and here we are now. Like, I, I've started to realize most of the chapters that start with just kind of this wacky, funny kind of intro, usually somebody dies in that chapter. <laughs> like with uh, with, with uh, the Scarecrow one, it was just Joe and, and Sarah just sitting around arguing and flirting kind of. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Um, or the, yeah, Will died to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul. <laughs> he's introduced that Raul, yeah there was no funny parts in that chapter um but whenever there's like a wacky character like mr lich death is on the horizon i feel <laughs> like we right should have known the spaniard the flying evil uh winged yeah. spaniard <laughs> i liked how yeah he was teased prior to killing joe yeah, there that was for good. like a couple paragraphs <laughs> The perfect ending to this book would be like they they kill Genghis. It looks like it's all over, and then that asshole comes out of nowhere, <laughs> picks Joe up, and kills it's him. It's everybody again. they've wronged. It's him. It's Mister Lynch. Adios, amigos. Oh man, that'd be wonderful. I like the also. I do like the visual of like Watcher sliding down, catching on a peg, kind of dangling there, looking up, going. Sarah and then it yeah. falls in. This like, is the coolest it, boss fight yet. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an actual fight and not some weird puzzle thing. I like, well, actually, no, it's not. She just stabbed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Kraken was a lame one. <laughs> this, is the, this is the coolest boss fight yet. Just stabs baby Kraken. Just <laughs> <laughs> been doing like some wall jumping stuff off this Kraken. It is cool. odd that you set it up to where you think, oh, the Kraken's the, a big bad dude. Yeah. Then the skill is more like what you were actually expecting yeah. the Kraken would be. 
But then the actual Kraken just kind of cr- crawls on the board and gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. Young Newt was Interesting. like, nah, morality questions are stupid. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be some fight, you know? I really want someone to make this into like an animated series. Kind of Rick and oh, Morty-esque. I'm feeling you know? that. Yeah, that would be so cool. Mr. Lich. I want to see him animated. <laughs> um, Joe wrapped his fingers around the wolf's hair and pulled himself up. Scylla raged overhead. Joe had hit his head and was now losing consciousness. He once more let go, then fell down. He grabbed some more hair and started to haul himself up until he, uh, her, he was in the groove between the heads again. <laughs> he clambered up onto the neck and then onto the head. Here it ends, Scylla, Joe said, driving the sword into the monster's head. Into monster's head. <laughs> the second it died, it went into a spasm throwing its head around in multiple directions so fast it looked like a vibrating chair. (laughs) Joe, still holding onto the hilt of his sword, which was lodged firmly in the skull, shook with it. He hung on with his life, but all the power in his arms wasn't good enough, for he let go and hurtled towards the ocean green. All right, so now we have Watcher in the ocean and Joe in the ocean. So I'm, I'm well, he's hurtling towards me. He hasn't yeah, fallen no, in yet. Yeah, not yet. Distinct language. True. I really hope Watch was clowning around about that, that <laughs> death water, right? <laughs> they all just pop up and just like normal, like swimming, just like, gotcha, guys. It's just water. <laughs> Teacher, I asked so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to split my leg now or what? <laughs> I forgot about his leg. I, dude. If his legs are shat, I guess he has healing spells and stuff. Never mind. I but his wand is broken, yeah, though. Yeah, he has no wand. If he oh, has healing shoot. spells, he could have healed his eyes. That's true. That's true. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's dead because even that, it's like it's a road trip, like it's a walking journey, and his legs just well, maybe, got shattered, and his wand got shattered. Maybe Young Newt was woke and he's in a wheelchair for the rest of the story, but he's still empowered. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't let that define him. <laughs> You know, that'd be nice. Yeah. It won't happen, no, but it'd be nice. No. Watcher! Shouted Sarah, shaking her head. She couldn't believe he was gone. She had lost too many in a short amount of time. Will, Quill, the <laughs> list was too long. <laughs> Joe, too then people. not Joe. She had lost too many in a short amount of time. Will, Quill, the list was too long. There came no reply. She looked down. Watcher's body was nowhere to be found. Then another idea sparked in her mind. Joe! Where was he? She looked around the boat, looking for some sign of her friend. Had he fallen into the Sea of Souls? No, she said. This can't be. Not both of them. A hand clapped on the side of the boat. She turned and screamed. On the side of the boat, a hand hung from the railing. It was green and rotten. Suddenly, it jerked, hauling a body up with it. The body was a man's with rotten skin and a few stubs of hair. Only one eye was present, and a finger on its left hand was incomplete. The revenant looked at her and smiled. It had no teeth. Sarah backed up, finding herself leaning against a side without a railing. She started to fall back, so she grabbed a rope hanging from the crow's nest. Oh, we got a crow's nest. This is a pirate ship. It's a pirate ship. It's a pirate ship rowboat. That changes how I've been visualizing this oh, entirely, completely, yes. right? <laughs> Should we put like a warning at the front of the episode? It's this, a pirate it's ship. It's a pirate ship. <laughs> the Revenant moved forward, reaching out a rotten arm. Sarah dared not touch it in fear it would drag her down to the depths of the sea. She screamed as the Revenant jumped, 
It thrust its hands towards Sarah's neck. She jumped onto her belly and slid towards the other side of the sailboat like a penguin. She grabbed a loose... What? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. What? She's been training with Jagger. <laughs> it's a very well-polished and waxed ship, you know? <laughs> she wouldn't get any splinters just by sliding on her belly. What a random way to move. <laughs> she slid on her belly towards the other end of the sailboat. She grabbed a loose, sharp peg and jumped up. She thrust it into the revenant's throat. It reeled back until it was on the ground. It rose, moaning. Sarah grabbed another peg and started to swat at the revenant, knocking it upside the head and into the chest. It hissed and limped forward. Sarah held the peg like a baseball bat and began to swing at it. It grabbed the peg as it came to its side, or uh, as it came to its left side. With an odd gurgling sound, it twisted the peg in Sarah's arm. She cried out and fell back. The Revenant laughed and aimed the pointed peg at Sarah's heart. Peg, 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 peg. <laughs> but just as it thrust its hand down, a figure struck it and the Revenant fell back. In its place, Joe scowled. He raised his fist and punched the Revenant again. Punching Joe! <laughs> oh, yeah. First punch of the season, boys. <laughs> When did season two start? <laughs> <laughs> it moaned and fell back. It fell into the place where there was no railing and toppled off of the boat. Another hand clapped onto the side and another revenant climbed on board. It glared at Joe. It jumped up and pushed Joe down. He fell onto a coil of ropes at the bottom of the crow's nest. His legs snagged on the hoop, on a hoop in the rope. The revenant, who must have been strategically gifted... <laughs> Through a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, you talented revenants. Oh. There's, yeah, there's not too much to comment on or laugh at. It's just, uh, just it's a, action. a fight scene. It's you know? action. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there is kind of a lot to laugh at. I mean, Sarah is like really racking up an impressive kill oh, count sure. in these last few <laughs> yeah. chapters. Well, the baby one, I wouldn't say is impressive, but... It's impressive. Impressively cold-hearted. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she doubled her kill count with that with that one stab. Inglis are like zombie ooze monsters that are That's climbing true, out know. from the depths of the Sea of Souls. There's nothing you have to feel bad about killing, unlike a small baby kraken that goes high. <laughs> <laughs> with the voice of a toddler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Revenant, who must have been strategically gifted, threw a knife at a weight entwined with the rope. With the weight gone, Joe whizzed up into the air. He dangled into the air, entwined with many hanging ropes. The Revenant drew the long peg and pointed it at Joe's what neck. What is the peg? What it's is just like a, I think it's part <laughs> of You keep using it like it's a known thing, you know, the wooden <laughs> peg. Where did you get a wooden peg? How, is it sharp? Does I, it stab things? It's almost like, I think part of like the railing or something, imagine like Was there banister? leftover peg legs in the basement for the, I mean, the other pirates? Of course ah. you have a barrel of those, yeah. <laughs> a barrel of peg legs. You never know. I mean, Watcher might need some of these That's if he's very alive, true. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the long peg. <laughs> the revenant drew the long peg and pointed it at Joe's neck. Don't you know who I am, Joe? Don't you know? It took a second to register to Joe that this revenant was a female. You are Roan, aren't you? 
The revenant pointed the peg at Joe's chest instead. Good guess. It thrust the peg forward where it lodged itself in Joe's chest. He screamed, then went limp. Sarah saw the scene flash before her. It was over in a blink. She had lost Joe one too many times. She couldn't let Roan ruin her friendship this time. She staggered up and jumped forward. She punched Roan in the chest. She fell back. Joe just hung limp. She dashed over to him and hugged him upside down. Roan staggered up and swore loudly. She picked up another peg and dashed forward. Sarah turned once again. Roan thrust the peg forward. The peg went through Sarah's chest and out the other end. Blood spurted into the air. She screamed and crumpled to the ground. Roan cackled. Joe started to quiver. Sarah? He exhaled. He couldn't talk. One of his lungs was punctured. He reached up to his ankle and ripped the rope with all the force he had in his body. He fell to the ground. He bounded over to Sarah and shook her. She wouldn't move. No, he said. Roan laughed some more. Joe looked up at her and shook his head wildly. No! Then he ran forward and grabbed Roan by the shoulders. Then he threw her over the side. It hadn't taken much force from him, but it had taken all had left. Joe crumpled next to Sarah's body and smiled. In what seemed like the last moments of his life, he was smiling. You know, I was joking earlier, but in two chapters, you may have killed off every major character (laughs) in this story. Is this a total party kill? Wow. Wowie. Uh, so Roan ended up in the human world for a bit, right? She's On still Earth? there. I think so, so. This is some other. Yeah. No, I think this is There's just like rows. a, like a uh, representation of their fears. Yeah. Kind oh, of thing. Like the well, like I they see, know someone from their past and they're gotcha, taking gotcha. that shape. I'm of two minds. I think it could be that, and it could be that they talked about like your body rupturing and they're like being two of you. Mm-hmm. So there's oh. a chance that there is a soul of Roan in Gale and Roan is in Earth. Like, they talked about that when Cockrell died because Cockrell's body was still there, but he ruptured over. He was in Earth. Weird. Right? Maybe. So there's a chance that Roan's soul literally is split in two now. Hmm. Huh. And she still wants to kill Joe, even though she doesn't really have any reason to now. But I'd say it's probably more likely that it's just a manifestation of fears. I, I think that would work better. Yeah. Whether or not that will come to pass is to be seen. But nuts. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, right? You're going to kill off Joe again? I'd say that the what seemed like the mat- last one, was like, yeah. which I believe is the end of chapter three. That's like the last line of chapter three, which is the boat chapter. When the boat is sinking... Uh, Quintus says, like in the last, can you hand me the blue binder there, Nick? Yeah, I believe that that is that is a callback because chapter three ends with the line <laughs> a real callback <laughs> in rupture. Uh, in the last moments of Quintus's life, he was smiling as the boat uh, sunk into the waves. Huh. And this is Maybe a boat it was a callback. It's either a callback or you or just write people smiling as they die very often. <laughs> Which is also highly likely. <laughs> Jeez. This was an insane chapter. Yeah. Uh, tonally, they have all felt very different. Like this one, like, you know, I, I know that has kind of like the Sea of Souls kind of, you know, spooky vibes anyway. But just like the first thing being we resurrect Joe, then it's Mr. Lich just sets off like 
bad vibes, you know? Creepy, like... Ripping at his own skin. Um, And then we're off to get just completely decked by... I mean, they they were warned. If you kill the Kraken, (laughs) you're going to have consequences. I just I watch you seem so happy about it too. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is just so much where I can't even like form words. Just like the Kraken just comes up, literally says hi, Sarah. There is no doubts, no qualms. Just stabs him instantly. Like, huh? How? Like in theory, you're setting this up to be a character flaw in Sarah, right? Yeah. Or does? Do you think sixth grade Newt thought, oh, she's so cool, just instantly killing them? The toddler thing makes me think that right? the text implies that you it's would a bad hope. thing. That now she's turning into a insane murderous woman. That there's going to be some consequences, Except she right? might be dead. Maybe. She, I doubt she it. Sounds... I think the sea, like, they're all going to get somehow resurrected through it or, like, pass into some different realm or something. I, don't, I, like, I feel like there's going to be something. The like Ghost that. King is on their side, kind of. Oh, I forgot about that too. He just needs some more souls. <laughs> or he's just gonna take their souls and there, there's two towards he's red. Like, yeah. I literally just gave these to you. I just gave these to you, and then you go off and jump into the sea of souls. What's wrong with you guys? I feel like Man, that went so bad for him. That was as bad as it could have been. Yeah, that's like straight up like classic total party wipe in D and D. Like they just kept <laughs> rolling nat ones <laughs> and failing on everything they tried to do. <laughs> Like, jeez. Wasn't there like a temple or something? They just, just didn't No, get to? I think when I said temple, I think I meant it in like Legend of Zelda way. Like there's a boss fight and uh-huh. like some sort of like, you know, gimmick to it. Right. Um, so who I think for me, most dead to least dead. Most dead is Watcher. Then Sarah. Then least dead would be Joe in my mind. I, what what happened with Sarah at the end of this to make she her She got seem stabbed dead? with the peg. Through the oh, chest. that's. And she was bleeding. I misread that. I thought that was Joe that got stabbed through the chest. Well, he's also bleeding from his lungs. He's also punctured in the lungs. He's in bad shape. Both of them have been punctured through the lungs, <laughs> which is not what a if, good place to be. What if like Core just comes in and saves them or something? A fly? No, I don't think I don't think Sarah got stabbed through the chest. I think Joe got jumped she right in front of that before he could. Through her chest, the yeah, there's shrapnel, but one seventy-seven. The page the peg... went through Sarah's chest. Oh, so oh okay. Yeah. Zach. Peg went through Sarah's chest gotcha, and out the gotcha. other end, blood spurted into the air. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez, dude, this these, is violent. These, yeah, these chapters have been getting like dark. Like, like before it was just like, oh, a death word and they're dead. And now yeah. it's just now just gore and gore. The the tone of the book is I feel like getting darker as it goes on, which is cool to see. Like that that is seemingly an intentional <laughs> We've choice. We've jumped from Harry Potter 2 to Harry Potter 7. <laughs> yeah. Like the mummy chapter just feels different than the Sea of Souls where like I, you know, you're that was back in the fun days where we we're acquiring party members just mm-hmm. left and right. And now we're losing them all. Jagger left died and right. in this recording session that we had today. Um, Watcher, I think Watcher's dead, dead. I don't know. He could be. But I, he seems that last little moment of hanging there feels like a pretty Do you resolute. Know? Do like, you know? I genuinely don't. I know what chapters he, like, I know he's not a part of the anyway. epilogue, but that's. A lot of people aren't. Like, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Like, um, but I think he's dead, dead. 
just based on the the last sort of like moment he got there. I mean, we predicted, or at least I predicted, very early on that Watcher would die. Yeah, sure. But this is not how I thought he would die. <laughs> He's I thought like, it'd be, protecting I thought it them or something. something. Right? No, he just immediately got his legs chopped off. Right. Do you think this is correlated at all to Bill's death? Like all his characters die as he's mm. dying. Dude, I was kind of thinking something along those lines earlier with like when Watcher's legs broke and we were just talking about how Bill's like paralyzed, paralyzed. Maybe, like, maybe there is some weird correlation, but that would be a, a a stretch. I think. I also think that there's something to be said for the the corruption of Sarah as a pure character, leading and correlating to the darkness of the yeah, world sure. happening. They're, like, they're getting absolutely wrecked because Sarah has become a bad person, you think? I mean, she killed the Kraken, right. which, like, there might have been another way, mm-hmm. but she didn't even wait to figure that out. She killed it instantly. I, and and there was a curse that killed Watch. Like It's what, almost more interesting to think, what did you think right, I know, right? than what actually happened? Like, I don't think she did the wrong thing in the moment, though. I think, uh, I mean... You think immediately nice. stabbing the I mean, they gotta get the seal push. I mean... Yeah. But, like, maybe sure. they could have... Maybe just wait it. until you've dealt with the giant dragon thing before there you... There might not have been an easier moment than that. True. Right maybe it would have, like, escaped back into the Sea of Souls. All I know is that I've said it before that I didn't know where the book was going, and I've never felt more, <laughs> like... What's the next chapter? I have literally no idea. Like I have absolutely no foul yeah, like, idea what the next chapter Predictions moving forward. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. Go print it out right now. We're doing another one. <laughs> what if there's just a new protagonist? Uh, I mean, there's got to be like some like Deus Ex Machina sort of thing where it's like Bill like writes them back to life. Or yeah, something. like somebody shows up out of thin air I and hope- saves them all. That's no, gonna be what's gonna I, happen. I wouldn't look ahead. Do you want me to read the chapter title of next chapters? No. Just so we can hyper. Okay, no. Maybe not. I, I don't think so. Okay, we'll leave it. Because we'll in it. my mind, I hope it's a Genghis chapter that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and I want to keep that in mind going forward <laughs> for the next however long until we record. Wow. We've only. There aren't that many chapters left. We are barreling towards. They've got set. If, they're, if they live. They've got seven pieces of Sealther. One of the last, like, one of the last three being Genghis. Yeah. It's the Sphinx, and um, something else for the for the other pieces. Oh, the last Draco. The last yeah. Draco. Jeez. But oh, I don't know. Like, I just. I have never been more <laughs> lost at the end of a chapter than now. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm weirdly invested. I am weirdly uh, I, I am super invested. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I am, I'm going to be legit thinking about this as I go to bed tonight. <laughs> like, who, who, who actually is dead and who's not? Because you, you've gone to the point, a lot of times, a lot of people in, like, you know, some animes and stuff, is like, death becomes meaningless because yeah. these people keep coming back. Sure. But you've done it and then not done it so many times. <laughs> Who knows? It's just a mixed bag yeah. of like, does I, this death mean anything? I I, I I don't know. I gotta believe the book ends with now that we've set up the possibility of Will coming back for sure. I gotta believe all, definitely Joe, Sarah, and Will all live to the end. What if like Spear Will saves like, the day? Sure. That would be such a satisfying See, know, like right? close. I could I could I personally see it either way. Like at first I was definitely of that mind, mm-hmm. but now it's just how many people have died and then not died and then re-died and then gone to the other world. Like I, what does death even mean anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's fair. I mm-hmm. 
it's a whole new emotion that I'm Especially feeling. now that we know the Sea of Souls exists and maybe souls live in there like Rome, yeah. that's just a whole another dimension to well, are yeah, they really dead or are they right. just a maybe weird they zombie soul yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they just live in a place that we can't access, but it's still just living? And when they come back, are they the same person? I mean, Joe is essentially the same person, I felt like. Except, except he the, doesn't love Sarah, the which, one. But he never really loved Sarah. So, like, it almost sounds <laughs> like. It was all just project, projected by Sarah to watch yes. her. Like, yes. No, he doesn't love you anymore. And just like, I, I never loved you. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. What, what do you think the odds are that they initially <laughs> fail at fighting uh, Genghis? And the final showdown is in New York because Genghis has all the pieces of the seal there. Oh, hi. Hi, I think. I don't know. I, I have I don't know. Or who who all fights? Is it just Joe in the end? I mean Okay, I do know that. But I'm not okay. gonna answer that. Okay. <laughs> you know how you know how like in like super violent, super deathy kind of like media, anime, TV shows, you kinda like start to mentally have like a list and it's like, all right, I will be mentally okay with this if like these two out of three characters yeah, live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What 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 would your three characters be? I'm thinking Ghost King, Will, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe 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 Guam or if like Raul comes back or something, I'll be pretty happy about that. Sincere oh go ahead. No, you say no you I was gonna say I'd like to see Jagger come back. Yeah. But mostly because your voice for Jagger is so good. <laughs> I just um, copied Jeremy's voice. Sure. I know. I, I I'm a fan. I, I like Jagger. I'd like to see him come back. Do we think the parents come back? Yeah. They've just been Probably. in stone this whole time. I mean, I bet you everybody comes if back. If Will doesn't honestly. come back, <laughs> what shot did the parents have? <laughs> I, you know, if this book ends with Joe sacrificing himself for Will, it'll redeem Joe for the entire book for me. I have me. to keep remembering that this is like written by a child who's probably going to have everybody come <laughs> We're back so to life. Right? In like, it's but probably not going to be that be. dark. But an edgy child. <laughs> an edgy child. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> a so dark, like a coin twisted flip. kid. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is kind of a hot take. But I do hope that Watcher comes back or is yeah. alive in the end, because that that last uh, chapter with him and the dragon just really <laughs> changed my view on Watcher. I mean, I mean he goes back to being an a hole, but maybe that's the reason he's like dead, dead now because we got our Watcher chapter. You know, it's like in the movies where we finally get some some <laughs> yeah. like character development, and then whoa, they're gone. <laughs> right? That's, yeah. yeah, that was Watcher's character development, and then. Newt took him away, the sadistic bastard he was. I think, I think it did make me realize that, like, how selfless his quest has been. Like, because he could have just walked away at that point. Like, he's like, well, everyone I tried to help is dead. I lost two eyes. But he tried, like, yeah. to save them. Yeah. And that does make me look at him go, oh, dude, this whole thing he's been doing... For Adam, them. I feel yeah. like there's almost there's like a, a this is kind of digging deep into the lore that doesn't exist, but I feel like there's a sort of pride with these this race of triclopes as they are like the guardians of the world kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. that's what they originally did was they they stopped core right, yeah. or they sealed them away or whatever. Yeah, and then I feel like he almost has this sense of duty that he sure. needs to continue on his race, his race's purpose, and to save the world from Genghis by mm. collecting the pieces of seal there. Hmm. And yeah, he has to hang out with these really annoying kids <laughs> to do it. But right. he, he was, ne he was never the mentor character. He's just more of a long suffering sad sack. Yeah. 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 Maybe he wasn't. Yeah. Huh? Nick, what do you think about Zach's uh, uh, theory? <laughs> I buy it. <laughs> Usually you're the, I don't give a crap about uh, the, the lawyer. No, I've changed my mind. I'm all in. <laughs> on Watcher I'm specifically? Um, yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. It, 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 if this is his death, it makes it feel super tragic but honorable and like and i like that it's like kind of sarah's fault yeah yeah. going back to that aspect right she she i mean i hadn't killed that baby kraken but it's almost kind of a weird like duality because psych or uh uh watcher would have definitely killed the kraken instantly too he literally smiled the thought earlier totally so it's like he he would have doomed himself potentially anyways but it was the sarah was the one that wait doesn't doesn't watcher have the seal there he, Does, he doesn't he carry it in his I pocket. Th- I mean, we can probably just assume uh, Joe had it for. We'll just oh, say wait, he does have it in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, right? it does. He did pocket the one for the Fire Lord. Unless off script, he just. Well, I mean, hands he was also the only say. person there for the Fire Lord, right? So I mean, right. Everybody yeah. else had just died. That's true. Who knows? I wonder if they, like, they who, gave it back to Joe or something. Who knows, man? Um, there are so many possibilities now. With literally with all three <laughs> arcs. I have no idea what's coming. Uh, what, what do you guys think the next chapter is? You think it's a Genghis Bill or uh, I definitely Joe? think it's a Genghis. I think chapter. it's a Genghis. I think yeah. it's a Genghis chapter. We're due. But uh, w- one thing I was I was thinking though I was like, it is kind of sad to see kind of like what not that what the book could have been because ultimately it was gonna be a book written by an eleven year old. <laughs> but when the ch- the book chooses to be like tell stories sequentially. Like it gets way better. Like right, when right. it tells a story in a pretty linear fashion. Yeah. Like we get three out of the four chapters were yep. following the same story and consequences that, of that. Yeah, it made it a lot easier to follow. It becomes a way better book. Fully expecting the next chapter to be like Genghis committing casual genocide. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll get a For bill the chapter. Time in a row. Yep, and then it'll be like two or three chapters before we get back to Joe. <laughs> He's gonna like we're gonna flash to him and and it's gonna be he has destroyed the entire tournament like everyone is dead <laughs> judges and all and he's like well that was pretty easy. I'm I mean bored we're gonna again. we're gonna have to get back to the puzzle box right that's in theory <laughs> what Genghis's story right. should be about right now. Do you think Genghis is ever gonna open it or do you think it's gonna get I'm, into the trio's hands? Someone will I, open it. Somebody will open it. I doubt it'll be Genghis. I'm gonna guess. It'll be another chapter of Genghis struggling to open the puzzle box. Maybe we'll learn the backstory as to why he wants it now. Now that we know it's for resurrection, maybe. and then uh, yeah, that'll maybe that'll be like the last Genghis only chapter. Because in theory, a few more chapters later, it'll have to be Joe and Genghis. Yeah. In theory, yeah, fighting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well. We are this hour. This ch- this chapter is an hour and twenty minutes long. <laughs> this is our longest chapter yet, dude. It felt like it. There was this was a meaty chapter. Me- How could we forget Mister Lich? It is started, and or he's not even the start of this chapter. The crazy Joe's thing resurrection is, is uh, we didn't even like have a lot of comments. No, in the no. action scenes because there's just. There's just a lot of action we going on. We were so on. engrossed. Yeah, <laughs> or just there's nothing funny. <laughs> it's just stuff. All right. Well. um listeners we have absolutely we're just as lost as you are this is the end of our recording session for the day um it'll be several weeks before we figure out what the heck the book is going forward (laughs) but Um, for you guys it'll only be next week it'll only be next week but but lucky send us your predictions we'd love to read them uh next time we record no it'll be record we'll have recorded by that time but either way (laughs) send it to us (laughs) All right. I love you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, cut that one. Cut that, that one. one. Cut. Yikes. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. 
Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. Mr. Lich wailed.